0: Hi, welcome to the Get To Yes podcast. This special series focuses on a topic that's affecting every business in our industry right now, COVID profitability. This new series is designed to help hair, beauty, and aesthetic business owners survive by building a profit-based COVID recovery plan. Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst is our host. He teaches, coaches, consults, and speaks on business subjects that help hair, beauty, and aesthetic businesses how to become commercially clever. Throughout this special series, Neil talks with a variety of industry experts who share business tips to help you navigate your way out of COVID and beyond. His goal is to help build the financial strength of our industry. He'll be discussing in simple industry language, important elements in a profit-based COVID recovery plan. We'll cover ways to manage the big costs in your business and make a profit, where your cash flow and profit is and how to keep some of it in your pocket. What your figures mean and how to influence them. How to benchmark your business figures against industry averages and how to communicate and negotiate with your landlord. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Hi everybody, welcome back. It's great to have you on yet another GTS yes podcast. We're talking today about how to Build your business, and in particular, the financial aspects of your business. And I'm super, super excited. I've got a really amazing guest to introduce mm-hmm. you to today. Uh, Laura, welcome, welcome on board. How are you?
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm great, thanks.
1: Excellent. Let me introduce you um, to Laura. Uh, Laura is an incredibly talented lady and has got a great, um, great background. Laura El Kazilasi is a certified profit-first professional. Laura's passion is enabling business owners to build sustainable businesses through learning how to generate profit, structuring systems for financial success and earning the income they deserve. Exploring and implementing Profit First in her own business, as well as for clients, Laura has seen tremendous growth, improved management and inspirational innovation. It is because of this that Laura wants to see the Profit First movement in Australia expand. As a result, today, Laura is the CEO of the Profit First Professionals Group in Australia. And I'm super excited to have her on board. It's a real buzz. It really is. And Laura, it's lovely to have you here. And you're in New Zealand at the moment.
2: I am in New Zealand at the moment. So I'm really excited to be talking about profit, my favorite topic.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's a topic, funnily enough, that in our industry, a lot of people really don't engage about. A lot of people talk about turnover. A lot of people don't talk about profit. And we have a, a bit of a joke that, you know, um, turnover is vanity and profit is sanity, you know. And I think that's something that we really need to start to talk more about in our industry. Our industry, as you would appreciate, hair, beauty, body, aesthetics. A lot of people come into that industry, Laura, through the trade or through being a trade or an apprentice or coming into the business in that way. And they never really learn the business side. So this is a great opportunity to discuss that. By way of perspective, lots of people in our business at the moment, lots of people in our industry at the moment are, well, they're really cashed up. Um, They've been in high demand, hair removal and haircuts and hair color. And even in New Zealand, I know the surge has been very, very significant. But what we'd like to do today, Laura, is explore ways that we can help our clients. I think they're living in a very false environment at the moment, all this cash in the bank and lots of government subsidies on the other side. So let's jump in. Profit First, maybe uh, help me understand a little bit about some of the principles and how people can use Profit First to improve their cash flow in their business place.
2: Okay, fantastic. So Profit First, I guess in a nutshell, is a cash flow methodology. Now, when I say cash flow methodology, people go, oh, because the normal sense of what cash flow is seems difficult. People are unsure of it. And so the difference with Profit First is that it's not an accounting formula, It is to deal with human behavior and dealing with cash in and cash out. And so some of the principles around that is instead of having one bank account, which majority of business owners have, it is multiple bank accounts and each bank account having a purpose. And what I mean by that is that all the income comes into one account and then it gets moved around and distributed to other bank accounts that have a purpose such as tax, owners pay, payroll expenses so that at a glance the business owner can understand exactly what they have to spend as well as what kind of revenue they can generate
1: wow so this is a this really simplifies it because I, a lot of my clients i know they they use a different method to evaluate how they're going and it's called their iphone and they look at the bank account and go oh wow look at that and in the in the good old days when i used to sell salon software The biggest challenge I had was to teach clients that the till was not an an ATM. So things have definitely changed. So tell us a little bit more about this siphoning, this process of moving your money around. So I can imagine that would give you a lot more clarity. Is that how it works?
2: Absolutely, it is all about clarity. And I guess the biggest shift is, is that as business owners, especially if we're looking on our iPhone and looking at our bank accounts each day, we're looking at dollar figures. Profit first, on the other hand, is looking at a percentage basis. So we're moving away from I'm going to have $1,000 here and I'm going to move $100 there and I'm going to, you know, dollar figures where we start to make emotional decisions about where our money should go based on how we're feeling in that moment. Profit first takes a step back from that and goes, okay, so if your income, your real revenue that comes into the business, and when I say real revenue, that's after materials and subs, In the beauty industry, there'd be products and contractors and all sorts of things that you need to pay first. After that, you've got your real revenue from here. And usually you have an assessment run on your business, whether you do it yourself or with a profit first professional. And you work out over a period of time what percentage you're running at. And what I mean by that is, you know, you've out of all of the money that's coming in, is 50% going to the owner or is it only 5%? Are are your expenses actually at 70% of your income versus 30%? And so we have these allocations that we're striving towards, but it's really important to change from that dollar figure to that percentage to know exactly in a snapshot what's happening in your business before you can make that change.
1: I suppose because of our background, we used to use round numbers, but I can understand how the percentages just makes it so much easier to carve up the cake doesn't it? it really does we're not talking about the the size of the slice we're talking about the consistency of the slice is that is that is that the better way to look at it
2: it's perfectly worded <laughs> and it's not so bad. true it is very much about consistency and no matter what comes in and, and it stops the whole you know fear around is enough money going to come in because Mm -hmm. it's a percentage basis. So if it's $10, the same -hmm. percentage goes towards the different purposes.
1: So likewise, if you have a big week and the cake's a big week, you take the same ratio of slice. And therefore it's a small week, you take the same ratio of slice. So that's the way it all balances out. Correct. Okay, that's really, really cool. One of the things that I think is presented to a lot of our clients today is the unpredictability of what we're going through. I mean, there's been so many words used over and over and over again, but at the end of the day, we have lost the ability to forecast accurately. I think that's the real crux of what's going on at the moment. Yeah? In the past, we used to be able to, well, within 5 or 10%, the good ones, we, we could get it pretty close. But now um, for people in big shopping centres, they're being hit really hard. They can have a COVID scare and next thing you know, the whole shopping centre goes dead for a month. Anybody's in CBD as well, you know, I'm sure there's a new acronym for CBD that means you're on holiday permanently. Um, uh, you know, there's just all of these unpredictable elements. And I think what's happened here mm-hmm. is we've lost our ability to look forward and therefore we find ourselves some days cashed up and other days cashed out <laughs> does profit first have a way to help people manage that inconsistency and in that roller coaster ride
2: absolutely so profit first is about smoothing the you know ebbs and the highs and the lows and mm-hmm. and seasonal cuz you know in summer generally in the industry mm-hmm there's huge influx and then it may, you know, quieten down in the the winter months and that sort of thing. So even in the best situations, there's going to be ups and downs with cash Mm. that comes into the business. Mm -hmm. Profit first smooths that right out by looking at it over a period of time so that if you have a really high month, that percentage, let's say 30% towards expenses is big in that month. Not that you then spend all of that money, but then in the low month, when, you know, only a small amount of money comes in, it evens itself out because you have that buffer in that account. And the whole idea is to not have to stress about the fact that you're having a quiet a month or week or whatever it is.
1: Wow. So it it takes the stress out of it because we can go from champagne to sayos pretty quickly in the cyclic nature of our business. And where we used to be able to predict coming into Christmas and coming into summer was going to be busy. And we used to be able to predict that june well now february is the quietest month of the year this covid thing has really brought about this degree of uncertainty so using profit first it allows you to smooth that out and i think the language that a lot of people like to hear allows you to sleep at the night time
2: absolutely without a doubt there isn't that stress that isn't the waking up going what do i need to do today to get this to work how can i pay you know my people that i love working with
1: yeah. And even to the point where some salon owners, especially hairdressing, have found themselves actually paying their staff more than they pay themselves. Yeah. And I think that's just a heartbreak. My mum's, uh, I grew up in a salon and if that ever happened to my mum, I'd be, I'd, I don't know what, it would just be shocking. It would be a really terrible experience. Going forward and starting to think about now, because traditionally now to Christmas is our busier time, but what's actually happening in a large part of our industry is that there's lots of you know, resurgence says, you know, you've heard of the lipstick revolution, you know, people spending on small purchases to alleviate some day-to-day stress. Well, our industry is the beneficiary of that. And some quarters, it's doing very, very well. But at the same time, I think, as I said earlier, that a lot of our clients are living in this false environment where they've got all this cash circulating, or a lot of the entry points of it's going to disappear, JobKeeper, some of the government subsidies are going to cease, and they're really going to have to learn to stand on their own two feet again. So what could be some tips for helping businesses prepare for after JobKeeper using Profit First?
2: Well, my biggest tip and as part of using Profit First is it really is looking at with a realistic view what's happening. And we like to start from the expenses point of view. And for a lot of people, if they have staff, that's a really big expense. And as you mentioned, Neil, if the person's having to pay their staff more than what they're paying themselves, well, that's a decision that needs to be changed and Mm. how can you do that so profit first can help you reverse engineer so looking at your expenses looking at the costs that you have to your business and how much you need to be paying yourself personally what kind of revenue you need to bring in and this is powerful so you don't need to look at what's happened you can look at exactly what is currently happening and therefore what revenue do i need to bring in based on these percentages to make sure that i can make this work Instead of going, here's money, I'm going to move around and I'm going to hope for the best.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of people doing. It's the juggle versus, I love that word, reverse engineer. A lot of people at the moment, they spend to what comes in versus having some sort of pre-constructed formula to follow, which I would hope gives them a better outcome. Is that the right way to look at it? Yep,
2: It is. And an example of that would be, and I'm going to go back to staff costs because it's the Mm -hmm. easiest example for me to use. If you have you know, a, a staff member that's going to cost you $50,000, let's say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most people think, well, I need to bring in $50,000 mm-hmm. to pay that staff member. Mm-hmm. Using the profit first principles, you can add that into your OPEX, which is your operating expenses, and you know mm-hmm. what percentage that is and what it's going to change it to. And then you can kind of go, well, based on that, I need to be able to pay myself, have the tax aside, GST and all of the other things that come with that. And importantly, cash profit, Mm. then the difference of what you need to bring in is substantially more than that $50,000. And it is an eye opener. It gives you clarity. Is it actually a good decision? Will this person bring in that revenue that you need?
1: Yeah. And that's always the biggest challenge. Uh, We tend to find that in our industry, people work themselves to the bone because they're not confident enough to put on a staff member and then they reach exhaustion and and then then they don't make good decisions. So it's a very cyclic um, nature. What advice would you give to someone if they were thinking coming out of JobKeeper that they want to put some staff on? Is there a way that Profit First can help assess that as part of the journey to Bringing on a person?
2: Yes. So if you actually implement profit first, and an example of that would be you have a profit percentage of let's say one, two, five percent, owners pay of fifty percent, tax of whatever the amount is, fifteen, let's say, and thirty percent to operating expenses. You immediately can go. This is my revenue. So ten thousand dollars, let's say, or twenty thousand dollars. Based on those percentages, you'll know the exact dollar figure that you'll have available to you in each account. Even if you go, all right, well, this person's going to cost me $2,000 a month you will be able to see based on your monthly revenue, just plugging in these numbers and looking at the percentage, whether or not you have that money in your operating expense. It's mind-blowing. It is game-changing. And you can make really quick decisions without it being such a difficult, fearful decision-making yeah. process.
1: Wow. I can only imagine that would be such a massive relief to a lot of our listeners, Laura, because you know, when I talk to uh, business owners about their numbers, they sort of go, oh, yeah, I've got that thing in the bottom drawer let alone the difference between a profit loss and a balance sheet. And look, let's be frank. We all started at that point some at some point in time in our career. So there's no judgment there. There's just a matter of some of us learnt more about it and others haven't, and that's okay. But the beauty I think that I like most about Profit First in my business is it goes from making all those numbers blurry to making them all really clear. And the clarity that I've achieved has just been, well, it's been massive. It really has. Anybody in business today needs to have that clarity. So if our listeners are wanting to have that simplistic, clear approach to looking at what all your figures are, I think Profit First could be a really fantastic tool to help them. Yeah, You have lots of people in this space um, working with Profit First.
2: We do have a number of Profit First professionals working with businesses and a lot of businesses that have read the book and started it themselves. And the, the feedback we receive is huge. Some of the things that people say is I, you know, income comes in when mm. I have the clarity around what my, my costs and what I get to take home. So it, I think that profit first works for every single business.
1: I'd have to agree. And I've found it so beneficial to myself that I've also decided to Join the Profit First professional group. And uh, I hope in the not so distant future that I also become certified. It is an arduous process, I have to say, but it's a really great and very diligent process that's really helped me go back and revisit some of the financial principles that I've been taught over the 30 odd years of having my own business. So hopefully, and not so far away, I'll have that little shingle that I'll be able to dangle as well. So and I look forward to that moment. It's been great having you on board, Laura. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, For those of you that are on board and and, uh, want to uh, take a step in down this path, and let's be frank, we all hear great podcasts at the moment and we all hear some great suggestions, but where the difference is is where the rubber hits the road and it's actually taking action. It's actually doing something. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to make a very simple suggestion for you. If you are interested in wanting to expand your exposure, your understanding, your experience with Profit First, regardless of where you're listening to this podcast, just drop me an email or just message me in Facebook that simply says the word profit. And I'm actually going to supply to you with my compliments, a free Profit First assessment tool. And you'll find it super easy to compare your numbers to, well, some industry numbers and more importantly, get to see where your profit is. Really helpful. My email address is in the outro, uh, which is following here. But please reach out. Love to help you. And Laura, again, thank you very much. It's an absolute delight. I feel really honoured to have you online. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the special COVID profitability series of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with other people who also want a more profitable business. Until our next episode, you can visit Neil at thesalescatalyst.com.au.